Hallmarkies and Hallmarkies, we're back with our promised episode with our favorite people here. I have Cammie, Caroline, and our very special guests, and you know them. They're our friends from After Buzz, formerly, and the OG When Calls the Heart recap podcast people. I'm so excited to introduce to you guys, James Lott Jr. and Marissa Serafini. We're here. Thank you. They are here. And when I approached um, Marissa and James, I was super stoked because I remember I was telling them earlier, I would like run to my computer at seven o'clock and I'm like, oh my goodness, when goes the heart? Recap now. And my husband would look at me like, I'm crazy because like, first of all, it was live. So I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, I have to watch it like right now, like TV. And I'm just so tickled to like, it, like finally meet you guys. So that's very sweet of you. That's very sweet of you. We, we, you know, Marissa and I, Marissa is the queen. She started the show and got us together and got me on it. You did, Marissa. I'm giving you all the credit. Um, but we are a good team. And the thing is, um, we enjoyed doing it as much as you guys watched it. We enjoyed doing it. We, we were giddy with excitement doing the show. It's like, fun yeah. to do. Yeah. Because yeah. no one else likes to talk about it. Like, so, like, when you, ever, when you find people that want to talk about it, you, you want to talk about it all the time. So I understand. Yeah. And doing it live with the live chat, you know, mm-hmm. people were saying in real time, and it was like a now was that was kind of after Buzz's you know motto is that it's fans getting together with their mm-hmm. favorite show and having mm-hmm. like talking with their friends. Mm-hmm. That's what Chris and I, you know, that's what I was our whole thing with the show, and so we love, we love, we love doing it. We love doing it. We love doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I remember like you would say, you know, everybody who's like watching, and I remember you said my name, and I was like, see. They can see I'm watching, and it's really important to give people support. <laughs> Marissa, James said that you James said that you started it. What what inspired you? What inspired you to start AfterBuzz? Well, uh, I was working for AfterBuzz for like probably what was it four or five years before we even did the When Calls the Heart After Show. So it was just it was something we did with all television shows. Ah. Um, 2015, I honestly wasn't having like a great personal year, and I ended that year watching, ending up watching *Lens Calls the Heart* on Hallmark because I was watching all the Christmas um, movies, and they were oh, yeah. the third season. And I started watching it because it was on Netflix, and I'm like, "This show's fantastic!" And then coming <laughs> back after the the Christmas break into the new year. I was like trying to wrangle James. I was like, I need other people to talk about the show with me. But no one watched Hallmark at, at our network. No one watched it. I was the only one. I was like, I need people to watch the show. I don't care who, but they need to binge it now. And that's why I was like harping on James. I was like, James, you need to watch this. I gave him homework. I was like, just watch the first two episodes and just let me know how you feel about it. And he kept watching it. And I'm like, all right, done, set. And then Maria came in. It was, it was like God's, literally a godsend. Maria came in like that month in January to the network. And she's like, I do home and family. I'm like, you, home. <laughs> and it just, somehow it all came together. And we knew the show was coming back at the end of February. I'm like, we have a panel. We need, we have three people. Let's do it. And it just kind of took off from there. And the rest is history. 
Yeah. Wow. So yeah, Marissa was the reason why James, you got into one calls the heart so we can all blame her. Yay. (laughs) Blame her. I'm a male hearty, a male hearty because of her. No, she, she knew I come from a time period. I was growing up and I watched Little House on the Prairie, the Waltons. Oh yeah, baby. The Waltons, John boy. Good night, John boy. Love Waltons. That was my show. So I, I grew up with that kind of programming and I love that. And she just kind of goes, like, I think you'll like this. And she just gave me homework, like what she said, she gave me homework. So I went home and ended up watching a couple episodes, and I did like it because it was like we reminiscent of that time. <laughs> and the characters were, I was engaged, and I was like, oh, I mean, I'm like, okay, I want to find what happens next. And then I was, I was sold, sold, totally sold. So I'm the only one that started from the beginning. Everyone else started late, later on in the When Calls the Heart. Yep, I think the four of us started around the uh-huh. same time because it was mm-hmm. 2015. It was like I watched the New Year's Wish. I binge watched, um, yeah, I binge watched um, season one and two on Netflix because um, my daughter was born. So I was on maternity leave, and it was my like late night binging mm-hmm. show. <laughs> so yeah, 2015. I started. Yeah, I was and I was pregnant with my I was pregnant with my third baby and I had horrible insomnia. And so I was like, okay, what's on Netflix? <laughs> and then I went, Oh, I like this. Okay, next episode. Oh, I like this. Next episode. <laughs> Stayed up all night one night. I'm like, I'm dead meat now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So, so I wish I had the chance to watch, binge watch it. Because like, I was like, when's the next episode? I'm like, I need it now. But uh, I love binge watching shows. So yeah. it was neat that y'all. You guys, watch, you, guys watch, you guys watch the original movie, right? With the difference. Yeah, that's what I we got have. started on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I did not get started with it. I started with the show mm-hmm. and then I and then my husband gave me the original movie later as a gift. I'm like, I did not know this is this even existed. Thanks, honey. You know, so, then I, so then I watched I watched the original movie. I said, Wow, this is very different than the series. So. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. didn't know about the movie, but I knew about Jeanette Oaks' uh, Love Comes Softly. Me oh, too. I love those. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And I found out it was Jeanette Oaks. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes okay. sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. Totally. All right. So now we are going to round robin our top three moments, top three favorite moments <laughs> of season seven. And here's the reason why we're doing this. We, I was thinking... And I tossed it around with Caroline and Cammie. We could recap the finale with James and Marissa, but with the five of us, I feel like we would talk for literally <laughs> hours <laughs> dissecting every little moment of not just the finale, and but this, like and this and this and this and this. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens when you get a bunch of hardies together. We just you know <laughs> talk and dissect. everything that one calls the heart so i thought you know what let's tell our top moments um especially since we haven't had you guys on here for this season um and we'd love to know what y'all's top three moments so i thought we could do a bronze silver and gold so (laughs) i don't know if i can pick an order i mean i can maybe narrow it down to three (laughs) moments but i don't know if i can pick an order which one was your favorite just put make that gold and then right yeah sure (laughs) trying to help (laughs) i know i know i know (laughs) (sighs) okay so who wants to go ahead marissa you go first 
Ladies um, first. The after buzz queen. Yeah. She, she needs to go queen. first. <laughs> um, all right. Well, at least no one will steal mine because I get to go first. <laughs> one of my favorite moments, and I didn't like realize how much I love these two together until I saw these two together, was um, Bill and Clara. Oh. For the wedding, and they were talking, and there was a moment where uh, Bill was said to Claire, like, if I had a daughter, I would want her to be just like you. Mm-hmm. Like, well, stop it. <laughs> now get me all teared up because I never realized how much I enjoyed that father to a certain, like, surrogate father to a daughter relationship that they had mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. until they, like, actually pointed it out to us. And I was like, oh. mm-hmm. He is the father to her, and she is mm-hmm. the father to him. I'm like, mm-hmm. we need more scenes with them, please. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I said the same thing. I'm like, where has this been the last, like, five seasons? I'm like, I, <laughs> it's so sweet. Yeah. It made me cry whenever they had their talk before the wedding. I'm like, dadgummit, Bill. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? He it was, was such a softy. I was like, oh, my word. <laughs> This is like, and and also I realized he was one of the, he was the one that rescued her. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, so there I, I had forgotten about that until that moment there, and it just made everything come full circle. Mm-hmm. So my my bronze moments they make me choose. Like have my three choices. See, James is with me. Thank you, James. <laughs> it's really hard. Okay, so I'm going to do this. I'm going to say my bronze moment was Elizabeth and Lucas at the library date. <laughs> I love the dialogue when he said to, cause I, I won't tell that later. Um, I, when he said to her, uh, I would brush your hand if this was, I would brush your hand this way. And mm-hmm. I would make him say all these things he would do. And he was doing them, so but sweet. it was like a non-date. And the way she was mm-hmm. looking, up, looking up at him and she's just really pretty and he's really beautiful. And I thought the scene was just, it was, it was fun and it was romantic. And it was sweet all the same time. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I just love I love that scene. That's my yeah. bronze. Caroline, you gotta you gotta tell them what we thought it was at first. Oh what? Me and Cammy thought he said that and I would brush your hair. Oh, brush your hair. <laughs> we went like, Whoa, cowboy. What? Way <laughs> too soon for no, that. No, that hand. He said hand. Because <laughs> I was too busy concentrating on like tweeting. I'm like, what did he what did he say? <laughs> Well, and the annoying thing was he says, brush your hand, and he's got the champagne glass right there. And right at that second, the Hallmark Movies Now ad flashed oh across God. the screen. <laughs> I didn't even see it. I was so mad. I was like, are you serious right now? I can't even see what he's saying. <laughs> editing, editing. They call it the crawler, they call it or whatever, and it goes across the screen. Yeah. Uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Drove me nuts. <laughs> my my bronze moment was like like um, Marissa said, like Bill's moments with Elizabeth and how like he was like helping her with her like triangle problems and stuff. Like I, I just love like how he was helping her without giving her like like all the, like, the, the help that she was asking, like he was just listening to her and stuff. I just thought that was sweet. And I, I just love him as a father, father figure to both Claire and Elizabeth. And I just think it's sweet. I love Bill now. He, like, he's, he, he's, he's always the anti-hero. 
but he always mm-hmm. had better numbers. Just he just didn't, he was a reluctant hero. Like, he was, he just, mm-hmm. I mean, so now he's turned into kind of like the town patriarch, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and then the- friend. He's there with mm-hmm. Nathan, he's there with Elizabeth, he's there with Clever. He's just mm-hmm. kind of, he's a straight shooter. He's a straight mm-hmm. shooter. And I mm-hmm. love, but he also, he does care. And so I like mm-hmm. that. Oh, softy. <laughs> James Bond of Hope Valley, he yeah. calls himself. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, gruff exterior, but soft interior. That's what happens mm-hmm. a lot of men are. That's what Pineapple. Happens. He's a, yeah, exactly. He's a what? He's a judge, you know? He, he can be mm-hmm. straightforward and unbiased when needed, but deep down, he really does care about what's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. I agree. Who's next? I guess it's me. Um, <laughs> I would have to say my bronze moment. Okay, they're tied. Sorry, Casey. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> um, either Elizabeth and Clara talking mm. and confiding in each other about the fear, the past husbands, the need to move on, that I, I lost it. I lost it in that moment. And it was the sweetest scene. And I just, I cried. I just cried. That and the moment when Jesse sees Clara mm-hmm. at the beginning of the aisle and Bill looks at her and says, are you ready? And she just grabs his arm and says, I'm ready. That was sweet. That was sweet. Because it's her resolution to go through with this, to make a happy life for herself, even though she's had a tragic past. And she was so scared before, and now she's forging ahead. And it was, I, I even remember saying this on when we did the, pot, the recap on that one episode. I loved just that tiny little gesture of her grabbing his arm because it had such power in that one little gesture. So, good one. Yeah, that is a good one. There, I did it. <laughs> good job. Good job. Thank you. I would say my bronze moment of season seven would be the episode where there's the mystery flowers and we think it's from one of the guys. And mm-hmm. the ending with Rosemary and Elizabeth, and she's just, you know, telling her, oh, you know, and Rosemary's like, oh, no. It was actually me. And she thought Elizabeth was going to get so mad at her. And instead, Elizabeth just like pulls her into like a giant hug. And I was like, oh my goodness, these, oh, these two have come so far in their relationship. I mean, who would have thought that Elizabeth and Rosemary would have been such close friends? I mean, when she came riding into town in bloomers. (laughs) (laughs) Pantaloons, rather. I just, I just love that moment between them and just so sweet and i love seeing the growth in rosemary and elizabeth and their friendship they're like friendship goals mm, it's my, yeah yeah they've... well you took my <laughs> other moment so i can't <laughs> sure you can i have it in my notes rosemary and the flowers but oh that's so funny wow <laughs> that's, that's what do you like about it I, well, it, everything that you said, so I don't want to like reiterate, but the moment, because like the whole episode was teasing, making us believe it's from one of the guys, but then when you find it's actually from like her best friend, yeah. you're like, ah, we, sh- we should have saw that coming, you know? I mm-hmm. should've... <laughs> you should have saw it, Marissa, come on. I, 
It was really good because it's just a testament of her friendship because she's she gave those flowers because she knew Elizabeth was going through a rough time. She she didn't have a good day, and she was just being a good friend and giving her flowers to cheer her up. I'm like, darn it! I wish people did that for me. I know. Get right. you orange juice when you were sick. Yeah, oh, that was sweet. <laughs> just like, it's like whatever. I have to give her a few things at work. We were together. He brings me food sometimes. Yeah. I bring her food. I bring her food. Friendship goals. Yep. Yeah, friendship goals. But no, it, I like that scene. There's a great, it's, it's a great kind of fake out, kind of. It was like, mm-hmm. okay, but it's, it's that, but it's, it talks about there's a lot of friendships in Hope Valley, not just romances. There are mm-hmm. friendships, and they always showcase them. And I, I love that um, she was just like, oh, I give it to you. Like it, it didn't seem like it was that big of a deal, you know? Like Rosemary giving the flowers, like, oh. You thought they were from those from the guys? It was from me. Like, like oh, yeah, very I kind of, I kind of it was from Rosemary, but then I kind of second guessed myself like halfway through. But I'm like, one of the guys did give it to her, and but then I was like, oh, it's Rosemary. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, did you want another silver medal it moment, was, Marissa, or you want silver? What's going on? So hard to rank them, but thank you. <laughs> considering that, that, like I was piggybacking off my rosemary and the flowers, I think my last third moment was probably just the whole Clara Jesse wedding. That might be cheating a little bit, but I I say it as a whole an umbrella because it just like remembering and James can talk about this. Like two, three seasons ago, I was like very iffy about them. Oh, you are anti Jesse. <laughs> I remember that. What, watching out for Clara. I'm Me. like, trust him. What? No. And then coming up to this episode, I'm like, I'm so for this. And I'm so eating crow for how I strongly felt about Jesse at the end. You know, like or at the beginning, I was like, I love this relationship so much. And I'm just kicking myself for hating it so much at the beginning. I kept wanting yeah. I kept wanting them to bring that Luke kid back who was in that one episode that took her to the ice cream social. I was like, why are they wasting time on this Neanderthal? Get the Luke kid back. He was adorable. You know <laughs> so. So, yeah, I ate crow too. <laughs> so Marissa and I apparently are around each other too much because my next moment is the Jesse Clara wedding too, the whole wedding. I'm cheating also. Marissa and I are the same. Uh, but as everybody knows, and as all the Hardys know, and as you know, Eva Bourne knows, and and Aaron Buckholtz knows, I've been a Jesse. I've been Jesse Fair from the beginning, Jesse Clara Fair from the beginning. Um, I always thought there's a redemption story in there if they did it correctly, and I think they did. Um, and that's why I chose the wedding too, because I just felt like it was a culmination of a lot of just of years of seasons, literally of seasons of watching them mm-hmm. push and pull and grow separately and together and. Like even from what you said earlier, from the beginning of her grabbing bills, I'm, I'm ready to do this to the vows, to everybody watching. It's like the whole town's watching this young couple, you know, that's been through a lot. And he's from the streets and she had a, she's a widow. And like, they come together and they work. They totally mm-hmm. work. And the wedding got me teary-eyed because I was like, this is the wedding I was waiting for. Um, and it, it worked for me. So I'm like, Marissa, I'm like, you, I kind of chose the same thing as my, I'm cheating. The whole wedding was my moment. <laughs> that was a beautiful set for the oh, wedding. Yeah. Oh gosh, it was incredible. Yeah. The set people really did a good job. Like 
and apparently Erin helped with the wedding decorations too from like an interview I saw so kudos to her oh. for helping that design mm-hmm. yeah she helped design it and she was getting it she would in the inner in the interview she was giving all of the kudos to the set designers and the prop masters and the set decorators and then we found out from pascal that she was the one who had been pinning things from pinterest and um and uh and that she had that she had uh come up with a lot of the ideas for the indoor outdoor wedding because she didn't want everybody outside in November for mm-hmm. filming and so it was like mm, Pascal let somebody out of the bag <laughs> wow, okay I love it now put production designer next to her credits yes I know seriously <laughs> yeah. yeah and costume My- designer because she yeah. bought that she bought her wedding gown so okay. yeah. Good on her. Yeah. My, my silver moment is Elizabeth writing again, like writing, like started writing her book again. Like I just, I love that. Like and seeing her like write about little Jack now instead of writing about like her romance with Jack. Like it was, I just thought that was so sweet and how Lucas helped her realize that again. Go Lucas. And um, I just, I just love seeing how happy the writing makes her and I hope they continue to do that in season. Mm-hmm. In the next seasons. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have a tie again. Another tie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, uh, you said the entire wedding. Come on. I, 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 I think it's your show. So who am I saying? It? It's your show. You do whatever you want. This is Hope Valley. Anything goes. Anything goes. All ties. Sure. Everybody wins. Okay. 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 Um. So first of all, it's the dates combined. Oh. Because it's the dates combined. Because. I, even though I'm on the fence, well, I probably should save that conversation for later, but anyway, I know. <laughs> but, uh, I love that there was a move made and that it forced Elizabeth to go out with a man mm-hmm. it, just to get back in the saddle. And even though it was not a date both times, it totally was. Right. And- <laughs> And but it was handled very classily, and probably my favorite moment within the date is when the desk clerk mistakes her for Mrs. Bouchard, and Lucas immediately says, "No, this is Mrs. Thornton. I booked her a suite, and I booked a single mm-hmm. room for myself." I said, "Oh, well, check. Good job, man." <laughs> <laughs> points for lucas <laughs> getting the lady a suite <laughs> um and then so but both of the dates he is making his intentions known he is doing it very he's doing it very slowly but very obviously he's he's leaving no doubt in her mind as to where he stands and then it's tied with Luther Brandt. (laughs) (laughs) That whole Luther Brandt story just made me 
die laughing <laughs> and how Lucas was so arrogantly like <sighs> Luther Brent is a you know, restaurateur has traveled the world that he comes into the mercantile uh, I'm looking for humble pie because Luther Brandt is also a widower with a child and used to work as a Pinkerton <laughs> so, so yeah the entire and that and when he said that I went <gasps> it's a combination so, so yeah that that was that was an awesome moment for me so. it was a surprise too because I was thinking they were gonna have I don't know a, a two guys she's gonna write about two guys right bind them both into one and I was like okay was not expecting that <laughs> at all so that's fun i would say so my silver moment i wrote down claire and jesse the wedding but y'all took that too (laughs) we're all in sync you know um but like you know like you guys said beautiful wedding so much growth in jesse but i'm gonna just segue a little bit off um still on the same topic but i love the moment between jesse and lee after the um the windstorm and they were in the office and lee had just opened up to rosemary about his his sister and he had lost you know his brother that we found out about a few seasons ago um but i just love the moment where it came all together where jesse was like you're like a brother to me and you know Mm -hmm. it was just so sweet and just to know that jesse had grown since we were introduced to him way back in what was it season three three Three. Mm-hmm. three and he was just some like young and arrogant kid and now he's like he's a grown man that's married <laughs> with a mentor and i love seeing you know lee's leadership in that too and mm-hmm. um him taking the responsibility and telling jesse to let it go it'll be fine so such a sweet moment very sweet moment very well and then then right. the fact oh sorry marissa go ahead I was just surprised James didn't say that. <laughs> that was close. That was close. Now, I mean, again, you have, I mean, you still only picked three moments. I didn't know there were ties. <laughs> three moments. But that's, my, that's one of my favorite moments. That's one of my favorite moments of the season. Two. One of my top five favorite moments. Mm-hmm. So like, top five, yeah. <laughs> the, the other thing that I really love about that moment uh, that Casey mentioned is the fact that at the moment, Lee doesn't know if he is still a brother to anybody. Mm-hmm. And so he's got Jesse as a brother. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Caroline. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I was like, that's dead. That's true. Very true. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. true. All right. All right. Gold, Gold moments. Drumroll. Gold Ooh. moments. Well, my Jesse Claire wedding was my gold moment. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. But um, I actually, like, I did love... Uh, this might, and I'm not saying I'm on any team right now. I'm clarifying that now. But I think the moment where it, I, I say, like, I love it because it was, like, such a shock value when uh, Elizabeth ran up to Nathan and gave him the biggest hug in the street. Like, where did that come from? What? Yes. She held on. I know she really did. Like, I'm being him Team Lucas. I'm saying I loved this moment because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. change a lot of dynamics within that 10 seconds i'm like what's going to happen in the next season i mean mm-hmm. that turning point for everyone. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Very much. Yeah. Uh-huh. We'll yeah. Talk we'll about that later. I'm team. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a certain team, so. Why no games? What team I'm on already. I, I'm still uh, team undeclared. You're team Elizabeth. Yes. You're team Elizabeth. That's right. You're team Elizabeth. <laughs> Well, my gold moment goes to, um, I mean, as people know, I love me some Pascal Hutton. I love me some Rosemary. Uh, that's my favorite character in the whole show. But um, I love the moment when she's sitting by Lee's side and he's unconscious. And she tells Elizabeth, go outside, go to Jesse. I got this, basically. Mm-hmm. And there's no joking. There's no smile on her face. And she talks plainly to Carson sitting across from him. Like, are we, are we going to save him? What's going to happen? Like, she's mm-hmm. really focused on her husband. She loves him so much. And it's just that, and it's just that moment just made me go, wow. Rosemary, the actress herself, Pascal, could do comedy and drama in a moment. Um, and when she does drama, she can do drama. Like, you know, oh, yeah. she was over the top. There was no over the top. There was, it was just plain. I loved her acting choices. I loved the whole moment. It was quiet, the way she spoke. It was very just determined. It's kind of like, okay. We got we to handle this, basically. Um, and I just love, that's one of my favorite, that's, that's one of my favorite moments of the whole season. I just thought that was such a powerful moment. And that, you know, she loves Lee very much. You know, you know there a lot of times they can be comic relief and stuff, but this last couple of episodes, we saw some drama. This season, we saw some drama in them. And yeah. Lee was mm-hmm. married that I appreciate. Yeah. Calvin and Pascal brought it oh. this season. Mm-hmm. I think that James bugged our podcast I think that's what he did because he's saying basically what we said during that episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I'm busy. I had nothing to do there. Um, but, but we we all saw the same thing. Is right, which, which is so great. It's like they just, it just, I love that those characters so much anyway. But just kind of like we got some really great moments out of them this season. Them, the, the acting mm-hmm. is superb. I mean, Catherine really knocked out of the park this season. Oh yeah. I mean, you saw sides of him I never saw before as an actor. So. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not just a little romance rom-com thing. They're really they they are a, a formidable couple. They really are a couple. Yeah, I, I have two favorite moments, like two gold moments. Since since Cammy can have, I'm not the moments. only one. Because <laughs> um, I can't decide. Um, the leap whenever Rosemary stood up to Susanna at finale, and she's like, like he almost died, like. Like you almost lost another brother. I'm like, she's sticking up for her man, and she's like making it known. Like I'm like, you go, Rosemary. Like she she didn't do it for herself. She did it for Lee, and that's like her growth as a character from season one to now is amazing. Like I, like, she's grown the most I think in the whole series. Rose Rosemary she has. Right the door. I just love like, seeing that. In. She's like, I'm coming in. Mm-hmm. I'm talking mm-hmm. to you. Just walk. Yeah, I'm in. like, <laughs> and Pascal played that so well. Like. I love Pascal. I'm like, you go, girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and then my my other favorite moment was the date, not a date, both of them with Lucas and the hug. I said, could I do three? Oh, oh. <laughs> it's your show. Do it, watch. Like, cause that hug. I mean, like, right. I'm, I'm not Luke. I'm not Team Lucas, or like, I. I'll say that in a little bit, which I am. <laughs> Caroline! I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> Are we getting confession here or something? No. I, I meant to say I'm not team Nathan, and it came out the other way. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, anyway. Freudian uh, slip. 
Freudian slip. <laughs> that hug. I'm like, the Aaron and Ke- Kevin, like, you rock. And I, I'm team Elizabeth. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm, I might be team Kevin. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Those are my top. Five gold. Five. You get a gold medal, and you get a gold medal. <laughs> I'm, I'm Oprah. <laughs> okay, y'all go. Well, apparently, I'm jumping on the train with all of you because my gold uh, moment was the hug. There's one thing. There's one thing that I would have liked is that Nathan got hurt somehow. I would have liked mm-hmm. to. I would have liked to see him favoring his arm. Maybe like the bullet nicked him or something like that. Um, the, or or he got a he got a burn from the gunpowder. Just so, something something that I don't know. I I wanted to see him. I wanted to see him injured just a little tiny bit because he was two inches away from the rifle, but. The moment itself, just the looks on both of their faces and putting so good, putting in also the look on Lucas's face that he thought he had it in the bag, he thought everything was under control, he thought he was ahead, and this was a very, very telling moment for him and i mean this was not a little squeeze this was a boom it was <laughs> like a she charged at him she, she ran at him yeah, yeah she mm-hmm. ran and then she stayed there you know and just and both got emotional like you could like i watched yeah. it like several yeah times and since then and so the way my game yeah right and they had Years. Yeah, and the way that so the way that when she hit him, and he kind you know the impact kind of took him back a little bit, and then mm-hmm. his arms just kind of came up around. They were reluctant but grateful. It just there were so many emotions on so many levels in that one tiny tiny little moment. And the other thing I really like is that moment can go either way that that can be something that pushes her away from him because all the bad memories come up and she can't deal with that again or it can be what pushes her to him because she thought he was dead and she realizes that she can't live without him. So it can go either way. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I I agree with you. I'd say that is <laughs> one of my gold moments too. Yeah, just because the sheer shock. The sheer shock of it all. I mean, I yelled so loud. I was not expecting that. I wasn't expecting that intensity of a hug. I mean, I yelled so loud. My husband who was in, in the, the other street. room was like, who else died on when calls the heart? Because <laughs> like, what is going on? And I was like, you don't understand. Like, this is, woo, woo, I'm still coming down from that. Like, man, but yeah, absolutely. It's the shock value. 
it was definitely shock value. And also, too, seeing both guys' faces, it, w- it was very like, oh, my heart. This is, and also now we have to wait for a long time to know what's going to happen next. <laughs> um, and we don't know when it's going to start filming. I'm like, I need it now. <laughs> <laughs> we need more. But I would definitely say that was one of my gold moments, um, too. And I, Again, I am also a Pascal Cavan fan, and I just loved all their moments. It's probably cheating, but I wrote down <laughs> the babysitting little Jack. Um, oh. I just love seeing them as parents, <laughs> yeah. and I want more of that. I think it would be so awesome, and I like the fact that they continued the – the subtle infertility struggle throughout like they didn't just hey this is a thing in season six we're gonna drop it we saw glances here or looks here or sighs or you know they carried it through without having to like re-explain to the audience what's going on or rehab the conversations but it's just a continuing thing with the characters even when the sister was like oh you guys don't have any kids and they were like uh-huh and lee just took it and ran with it so i just i love jack that was sweet yeah the relationship with jack is sweet Mm -hmm. so ryan bird did say that something will happen for them we don't know what but something he did tease james did Did tease something will happen for them mr pot stirrer yeah (laughs) he stirs it he stirs it he loves it he stirred it in a good way like he added some seasoning and made it better Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. All right. So those were our bronze, silver, gold, and more moments <laughs> from season seven. Um, and copper and <laughs> diamonds and platinum. <laughs> so now we're going to segue into a fun little discussion of Nathan versus Lucas versus... Team Nobody. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It's the final countdown. <laughs> That's my time period, folks. I guess that song. All right. So, Marissa, you kind of alluded to the fact that you are Team Nobody or Team Undecided, Team Elizabeth. Undecided, Team Undecided. Wow. Gosh, where do you even start? I'd say. If we're going to go for, like, the courting aspect and actually properly starting any type of romantic relationship with a woman, I'd have to say Lucas definitely gets a lot of points from having the effort, being assertive, taking the initiative, going out of his way to get tickets to a book signing, to having a non-date. We've seen him actually do so much for Elizabeth. The library, parties at the saloon. I mean, the list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. Um, I say if you're like doing something for a woman, he's definitely has that down pat. And granted, yeah, he, he has a lot of money. He can actually do a lot of those things. He has the resources. So I give him props for that. He's using it in a good way. Um, as for Nathan, I think I like his character. I like his qualities. He has really strong values. He, he's such a good guy when it comes to um, raising Allie in, in that sense. So he's definitely a family man. Um, and I think just like he's a little slow. 
doesn't mean he doesn't know what to do. He's just a little slow. And, you know, but I think that's why I also enjoy Nathan, too, because, you know, the, uh, what's this, like the, what Brian said, the rabbit in the hair, you know, it's like sometimes it's just a slow burn. Sometimes mm-hmm. it needs to take a long time for something to actually become something great. I feel like Lucas is really fast out, out the gate, but who knows, that might taper off and slow down a bit, and Nathan might catch up. So mm-hmm. in different senses, that's why I'm and I can't decide who because we haven't seen Nathan really see what he's capable of in wooing Elizabeth too. So I'm, I'm just waiting to see what he has up his sleeve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I agree with you on, on Nathan. Um, I mean, for both really, but on Nathan, we don't know why he is the way he is really. Like, did he lose a love lover in his past and that's why did he know jack is that another thing like we don't know a lot about why he's so dang shy around elizabeth and why he's such a slow mover and why he like freaks out so quickly (laughs) on different things you know um but yeah it's it's definitely interesting to see the two and their dynamics hey guys it's cammy and ann with mother's day coming very very quickly and just fast approaching around the corner what do you get your mother for mother's day i know that it is always a struggle with me my mom says hey i want this for mother's day that kind of ruins the point so and we live with my mother currently and so it's always really hard to try to get her just the perfect gift what about you ann Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's your mom. It's a big and important day, and so it can be a struggle to kind of find the right thing um, for, for for a mom. Definitely. Right. So, are you looking for the perfect gift for your mom or even another loved one? Well, we've got what you need: Skylight. Nowadays, staying in touch with those we love is so much easier than it used to be. Yes. (laughs) And it's also more important than ever. And the easiest way to do it is with Skylight, a photo frame you can email photos to. How easy is that? Yeah, that's awesome. Don't have to have the right software or any of that. Just email the photos anytime from anywhere. It's a great way to feel close. So, and I live with my mom, like I said, but where are your, where's your mom? I live in Nashville, but my parents are in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, so they're not with me. So it would be really easy for me to just email some photos, you know, to the skylight frame. I sent it to my mom and then she could see, you know, what we have going on and be surprised when it comes on the screen there. Yeah. And The other thing is multiple people, because it's an email address, multiple people can send to this. You don't have to invite people to a group, which is always so annoying. Uh And it sets up effortlessly, listen to this, in under 60 seconds. Wow. And then sending it is effortless. Like we said, everyone in your family can just email photos to mom skylight and they'll pop up in her home in seconds. You can preload it with your favorite photos too. And then you can also have the emails. So now as a special holiday offer, so if you look are looking for just that right gift for mom, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash hallmark and enter code hallmark. That's right. 
$10 off your purchase of a skylight frame, which is not a small amount of money. Just go to skylightframe.com slash hallmark and enter code hallmark. S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash hallmark. So give, get, give a mom a gift she'll enjoy and enjoy yourself. Evan McGarry has said multiple times that that is something he really wants to delve into uh, during season eight. I've heard him say it on E.T. He said it when I interviewed him. I've, I've heard him say it several times that that's mm-hmm. something he really would like to see as a storyline uh, of what happened to him. Why mm-hmm. is he the way he is romantically? Yeah. Bless his heart. He can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> some guys are just like that. I yeah. know. Some he 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 doesn't. He's not smooth like Lucas. He can't. He can't help it. But he he is he is sweet. I I give him that. So fine concession, Caroline. Yes. <laughs> I, so I Caroline, have, yeah. <laughs> I have team Lucas for Elizabeth and team Nathan for myself. So there we go. <laughs> it's the truth. Yes. Yeah, so, that's yeah. the first time you've said that. That's hysterical. Wow. Okay, yeah. girl. That's yeah. right. Yep. Let let Elizabeth have Lucas and Nathan for Caroline. Alrighty. <laughs> we All just right. need to get you into Hope Valley. Yeah. Like yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> insert insert nineteen. <laughs> Yeah. 1916. So why would you say you're a team Lucas? Because he gave her a library, number one. And he's like actively pursuing her, you know? And like, he, he, I just, I just like Lucas. And I, I like Nathan too. It's just, bless his heart, he just can't speak words to Elizabeth. <laughs> like, speak, <laughs> speak. I was team Nathan whenever they introduced Nathan and Lucas, like, before filming, like, before the season ended in season six. Like, I was like, team Nathan. And then I saw Lucas. I'm like, team Lucas. So, like... <laughs> She's very I'm, fickle. I'm very... <laughs> so, I'll just say I'm team Elizabeth. Team, team Elizabeth. Team Baby Jack. <laughs> Whatever makes them happy, I want. <laughs> if so, that's Nathan, cool. If that's Lucas, cool. <laughs> Team Elizabeth. <laughs> All right. So we have two Team, Eliz- uh, Team Elizabeths, James. I think I know where you're going with you, where you're where you stand, but why don't you share? Let's share anyway. Uh, I'm James <laughs> King of the Hardies. Hi, <laughs> King of the Hardies. And my choice is Team Lucas. For many of the reasons you guys said, but also um, one of the things I find really interesting is that they have developed this relationship, Elizabeth and Lucas, where they can talk to each other plainly. They have, there's there's mm-hmm. no subterfuge. There's no being on the bush. They have a problem. They talk it out. I mean, they go and, they, and she, she, she comes up to him. He, hear, he listens to her. He takes what she says seriously um, and acts accordingly, which that's what we all want that in a relationship, right? Somebody listen to you and do what they say. Do what they say. Um, and I think, you know, all these other reasons are great too, but I also like this part, that, that she can actually, Nathan broods too much for me. He gets upset too much for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if all 
I know that's how some people are. They get really upset and they kind of pout and go off in their little corner. The big <laughs> man baby. And I'm just like, I like that Lucas is a man who's confident and just like, you know, I'm like, just you want to yell at me, yell at me. But I will mm -hmm. listen to you and I will try to do better next time. And that, that's what he seems to do with her. Um, he did seem shady in the beginning when he first came on. He seemed a little shady. What's going on? Um, but I, I, I think I, I think the chemistry between them is just so big. I feel mm -hmm. the chemistry so hard. Not to say I don't see chemistry between Nathan and, and Elizabeth, but I feel Nathan should be with somebody else. So uh -huh. I, I am very much, I am, I'm standing by my team Lucas status. You know, I am team Elizabeth all day, every day, of course. <laughs> but I'm standing by and holding down team Lucas. Ooh. Geez, right. James, don't beat around the bush. Tell us how I, you really I, feel. I feel. You know, I'm very, I'm very <laughs> demure and quiet. You know that. So. <laughs> she talks to me every week. I know. <laughs> yeah, you know, she knows. She knows. Break and up, he, hasn't, he hasn't managed to convert you, Marissa? No, he hasn't changed. He hasn't swayed nope. my opinion. Nope. My opinion. That, but that's his opinion. I completely understand. I just believe Elizabeth will make the right choice because I trust her judgment. Mm -hmm. yeah. Her and her past would... With Jack, we know she has good judgment of, of characters and men. So, like, I will be happy with whoever Elizabeth actually chooses. Because mm -hmm. these guys, you, she really can't go wrong with either of these. Yeah. yeah. I think both of them are easily, easily suitable for her. And, I mean, it's kind of an embarrassment of riches for her. I know. Like, daggone, like, <laughs> got two guys <laughs> going after you, girlfriend. Like, something you know in the feel. water. You know how you feel, so. Yeah. Like, you know, there. <laughs> I know, like. They're the love with all the other single women out there in the world who are like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, Cammy. Oh, man. Okay. Um. I am also on the fence. If I had to pick a side, I would probably say Team Nathan because that's where I've leaned to in the past. Uh, <laughs> but Lucas has done <laughs> Marissa's rocking back and forth because that, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> but, uh, um, but, I, I do have to give props to Mr. Bouchard because he has done some big uppage of, of, uh, of the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, standards. He's, he's really mm -hmm. up the standards. The, the one thing about Lucas that I, that maybe kind of put me off at, at least in the beginning is all of his gestures were really huge and really grand and kind of not begged for attention, but they were very big saying, look, I'm giving the town a library. So yes, it was for Elizabeth, but it was a library for the town and the lanterns. Yes, he wanted to do it to please her, but it was for the whole town. And Nathan carved that plaque from his own hands he remembered that emerson was her favorite poet and uh, and that you know that was really really amazing that plaque and <laughs> i said this in the recap but in the library when lucas puts away the books for elizabeth i had to giggle because the plaque was right over lucas's shoulder <laughs> so it was like nathan was watching them <laughs> oh, okay. All right. but 
Um, the other, the other really big thing that really swayed me, Lucas has never held little Jack. He's never held him. And the, and the, uh, the interactions with little Jack are always very formal. You know, he says, young man, he kind of bows when he talks to him and keeps his hands folded. I remember when he saw them in the store, he actually got down and put his hands on his knees and hunched down to him. I said, whoa, he's never done that before. <laughs> you know, but when, when Nathan made those faces at baby Jack in season six, uh, you had to mop me up off the floor. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just went, okay, I'm gone. <laughs> so that was a very, very big selling point. So I am leaning a little bit more towards team Nathan, but that does not mean that Lucas doesn't stand a chance with me by, by no means. Uh, also, this was one thing I noticed during the windstorm is what is, what is the common thread with romantic couples? And that's conflict and, and, the, and a history of a struggle. And when I saw them arguing there in the cabin, that the first thought that came to my mind was, oh my gosh, is Nathan the choice because of this argument and this power struggle that they're having together because there hadn't been that with Lucas. And then in the next episode, she got angry at him for sending the chapters to his mom. And that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> but, uh, but it wasn't as much of a struggle. So... Yeah, like I said, I'm on the fence, maybe leaning slightly towards Team Nathan, but those dates were very, very impressive. <laughs> the, the big thing is, I, I really do want Elizabeth to be in love again. She's way too young, way too pretty, and was married way too short a time to live out the rest of her life as a widow. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is a mm -hmm. romantic television show you're not gonna leave the star single you know you're, you're just not and so i i i want to watch her fall in love i really do yeah me so, too me too yeah, yeah. i agree <laughs> okay that was a very long answer to a short question <laughs> and I, I i agree with you i lean more team nathan um, I think for me, it's, it's the family man aspect. Oh, I forgot um, that. Thank you. <laughs> you're, you know what? You're welcome. Um, you got my back girl. <laughs> yes, I do. But I, I just, I don't know. There's just something about that. And I feel like with Elizabeth as a mother, there's that, that connection. And I feel like the fact that he is a Mountie and the fact that she said she would do it all over again with Jack, even having the same outcome, also speaks Aww. volumes as well. Um, now, we'll give you Lucas, Caroline. <laughs> no, <laughs> Lucas for Elizabeth. <laughs> now, I will say though, too, um, I don't know. I think it was just because of season six. I sometimes I'm like, okay, Lucas, you're doing a lot of big gestures. Like, what's the underlying agenda? But I have to like reel myself back and go, okay, there is no agenda. Stop thinking too like much into this, you know. Um, 
but I will say too, the writers are always, they always do a great job. I mean, I'm still watching the show and I will continue to watch the show. And so, I mean, if they write Elizabeth with Lucas, I'm not going to be upset because I, mm-hmm. you know, like when y'all said earlier, she can't go wrong. She's got two great men. They're just very different from each other. I just hope that whoever is left single finds an awesome lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And- we want the other guy to, have to be happy too. <laughs> you know? And I will say too, with Lucas, I kind of feel like he needs someone fun because he's so formal I, he just needs to like let loose <laughs> kind of like when he was letting that dog kiss him and all that stuff like that was the most Lucas thing that was the most Lucas thing that he did that in the Chris. entire season that was all that was, all that was very much a Chris McNally yeah. thing yeah but that's kind of where I stand I'm 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 open I'm open-minded to season eight and where they're going to take Elizabeth and these two guys. So it'll be very interesting. We shall apparently, see. Apparently, this, this triangle is causing disruption in the Hardys. Oh, my word. Um, and I saw, I, saw, I saw today on the Hardys main page, one of the, ad, one of the former admin was apologizing because she put a post out and people got mad or whatever. It's just like, it's a show, folks. And that's, I what I, that's what I keep they're saying. Two, they're two great choices. Like, so it's, it's fine. To, you know, I, I work in the soap world, so I know all this whole relationship stuff. Um, and uh, it's, com- it's just completely this. There's two sides. Either way, she wins. It's fine to take a side. You know, it's fine mm-hmm. to take for fun. It's fine for to fun. Take yeah. And for your preference, because like, everybody has a preference, you know? Yeah, that, there's no problem with that. I mean, it's, I mean, I mean, you know, but apparently it was causing some dissension. So I was like, don't no, ruin friendships. Don't ruin friendships over Team Lucas, Team Nate. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. Like, They're both it's, good men. Yeah. They're both good men. Mm-hmm. Hey, K- Casey, if we may, I, I want to hear I want to hear Marissa's take on the whole feud and revolution. Can, can we can we hear what you think, Marissa? Is that is that okay? Well, to be honest, I haven't really been reading a lot of people's uh, comments about either team because again being undeclared i didn't want to read other people's opinions and it was uh unnecessarily like sway mine Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. smart smart that is smart (laughs) what i visually see in the show and what i would do as a person um like if i was in elizabeth's shoes like what uh the, the certain qualities i would look for in a man and what the man is doing for me um, so I, I don't want to read like because everyone's different and it's not like someone's wrong or someone's right. Right. Um, and then that's the whole opinion, um, point of an opinion. It's just is what is what you think. So not not gonna lie, I haven't been reading this feud in the society yeah. people because I don't like when people are split. Me either. Uh-uh. <laughs> like you know what? I'm going off of what I see and what I personally would would value in a certain relationship. Yeah. My new mantra has become the line that Haymitch says in the first Hunger Games movie. It's a television show. I don't understand. You know, and the thing is, the Hardys have been, and Brian dressed this a little bit last night too, the Hardys have been through a lot the last few seasons. It really is true. <laughs> they it's have true. been through a lot. So I know there's kind of probably some shell shock and there's a PTSD going on uh, still. Um, but it's like, but it's a show. It's a show. Mm-hmm. It's a great show. We should really enjoy and feel fortunate this kind of show is on television just at first. I mean, to have a show on TV, and Marissa and I know it's going to be working in TV and production, it's not always, it's not, a lot of shows don't make it television. A lot of shows don't make it to eight seasons. That's not yeah. common. That's not common at all. And the show's even getting better and better every season. It's like, this doesn't happen very often. 
So I, I just want people to like, let's all, yeah, we have bigger things going on in the world right now. Let's like enjoy this little slice of like heaven. Yeah. Um, have your sides. That's cute. That's fine. But like, just like, you know, like I said, and friendships and people are screaming at each other. I'm like, why are you screaming and don't, at each other? Oh, dear. And don't, don't get mad at the actors. Like, they exactly. Have exactly. I'm like, like, don't get me started on the Twitter. Like, what, what Twitter. Marissa? What, what did you say? Actors aren't writing the character. No. Mm-hmm. And they are not the character. You know? <laughs> but also, like, uh, admittedly, at the beginning, I was, I was leaning more towards Lucas a little bit because after Beauty and the Beast, I was like, if any man gave me a library. That's I exactly. <laughs> yes. Lucas gave Elizabeth a library, and I'm still waiting for my man to give me a library. But <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but, you know, you got to let things just play out and see how it turns out. Yeah. True. Yeah. Completely agree. And, yeah, it's just a show, and we're still watching it. <laughs> we trust the writers, and whatever's going to happen, they're going to do an amazing job, and we will be happy and teary and warm and fuzzy all inside because that's what Hope Valley is all about. It's all the warm and fuzzies and the, the feels. All the feels. All the, all the feels. feels. All feels. And whoever she picks, we're going to keep watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to keep going. So, all right. So, our last segment, the few minutes we have left, our predictions, our hopes, our dreams. I feel like oh, there should cool. be some music here right now. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> I miss saying that. I stand on show. Oh, I'm you should. That. Go ahead. Say it. Do it. Well, it's like, I can't do it. Well, you can't say it with the word. Yeah, I know. So it's called predictions. <laughs> Yay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, do. I can't say the other word, but this is predictions. Mm-hmm. Hallmarkies. Hallmarkies. Predict- Hallmarkies predictions. Oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I got a voice. Let's record that and then play that as a soundbite every show now. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll record it. I'll, just, I'll record it. I'll record it since you guys. <laughs> well, we've got it. We've got it recorded <laughs> now. Yeah, record, so yeah, record yeah. it. Oh, there yeah. you go. <laughs> We're defeat. <laughs> Please feel free to use it. Um, I'll, I will start. Go ahead. Yes. I will start. My, I have a hope. This is Hope Valley. Mm-hmm. And I want my hope. My hope is for next season for a double pregnancy. Oh, me I too. want uh, Jesse and Claire to be pregnant. At the same time, I want a miracle baby for Lee and Rosemary. Because that does happen. It does, mm-hmm. I've had my family. It happened to me. said she was not going to be pregnant, and she got pregnant. I have my parents, yeah. Oh, your parents, yeah. So it does mm-hmm. happen. And I'd love to be kind of funny to see them at the same time. Mm-hmm. And just seeing how Rosemary goes through pregnancy and how Claire goes through pregnancy. That and see them there. compare swollen ankles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Belly bumps and back or, A triple pregnancy with Elizabeth getting married. And Ooh, that yeah. might be quick. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. No, it's season nine. Season nine. Nine. I was about to say, whoa, nine. girl, <laughs> we got to have a wedding first. <laughs> so, a quick wedding, quick pregnancy. Yeah. I want to see a, I want to see a double pregnancy. That's, that's the only thing, really, the only prediction I really have. I, I hope I have. I, just, I really mm-hmm. want to see a double. It'd be kind of fun and also touching the way they, they, the way they write it. They could write it touching and also really funny. I think it'd be, and then both of us have babies at the same time. So it won't be that much younger than Jack, so they can all still play together. Yeah. Oh yes. So that's my that's my thing. Yeah, that's my hope too. 
I won't, okay. I won't Hickam to still have a job in season eight. That's my hope. Hickam to have a job. And his name is Hickam, not Mike. So I'm calling yeah. him Mike. Oh. <laughs> and and I and I predict, my prediction is he will run for mayor. Ooh. Okay, sure. <gasps> and this is a great plug. We have Mayor Hickam shirts in the shop <laughs> if you want to buy it. Parties. Hey, there you go. Hey. And I want Rosemary Lee to adopt, then find out that she's pregnant. Ooh, good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good one. Because I, I, I want to see another adoption storyline, like especially with like a younger child, like adoption, like toddler, and and then Rosemary and Elizabeth can like talk about their struggles with raising a, to- a toddler. I think that would just be so funny seeing Rosemary so bent out of shape about like what the kid is doing. That'd just be so funny, and then oh, yeah. seeing them in school together. And Elizabeth as a teacher, that'd be so funny. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> and Elizabeth finally chooses. That's my other prediction. Oh. I'm not going to say who because I'm Team Elizabeth. So. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> uh, me next? Cammie. Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I want. I want to see her make a choice mm-hmm. because I want to see a love story. Mm-hmm. I don't just want to see a triangle. I want to see a love story. Uh, I'm, I'm a sucker for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I really want, and you know, I don't want to see, I, I don't want to see the, the, the hot racing kind of love story but i don't necessarily want the let's move at a snail's pace either you know i just i just want to i want to see a love story and uh i also would love to see crossovers more crossovers between when calls the heart and when hope calls I just think that that would be so much fun. Not just the sisters, but maybe someone else from Brookfield comes mm-hmm. into Hope Valley. That I think that that would be fun. And uh, I, I also would love to see babies. That that's yes, very much so. Um, I I also think that one thing I would really like to see is I would like to see them go a little bit deeper with the dramatic events. Uh, for instance, when, when the episode ended with Lee unconscious in the infirmary and then he's, he's awake the next day, that just seems very abrupt to me, you know, and I thought maybe Elizabeth would say, Carson, when is Lee going to wake up? It's been four days or something like that. You know, so I would, I would like to see them maybe go a little bit deeper into dramatic events and, and maybe not, not rush them so much. And I also want, I want Hickam to get a girlfriend. Hey. <laughs> the man needs a woman. Yeah. <laughs> So I probably have more, like ten more, but I'll. Stop. I know. <laughs> My turn. Oh, yeah. scared. I'm scared. This is gonna be good. <laughs> we could write this down. For him. Yeah, write down for later. I, I actually yeah. like kind of wrote this in my head. This is how I would write it if I was on the writing team. Oh. Um, it it kind of like marries both Cammy and Caroline's um, a little bit. That I don't. 
I actually wouldn't mind if Rosemary wasn't pregnant. I would love for her to go to Brookfield. Mm-hmm. That's what I there because mm-hmm. I think um, it'd just be a great dynamic because like how it shows just how much she wants a family. If she can't bear children, she's gonna find another way to have children. And mm-hmm. I might be biased because I'm adopted too. So it's like it's a great option. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fabulous one. <laughs> It's out there, and I, I think they should definitely. I mean, why start another show that has an orphanage and you you can't you can't use it mm-hmm. in, in that sense and marry the two? And I, I think it'd be really good for them. Um, that's one way I would write it. Um, but if Rosemary did have a miracle pregnancy, this is how I would envision it. I feel like it wasn't her that was having the issues. I think it'd be the lead. That would be so funny. Yeah. I think that would turn things around a bit and like just kind of make it interesting because like it's something that she wants and obviously Lee wants it too, but I think it would make Lee go deeper and delve a little bit. But it's like maybe it was his, he was the uh, the issue with mm-hmm. him. And I think it would just be a nice thing to bring up from a male perspective. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like we haven't really had in the show women having issues getting pregnant. Left, mm-hmm. We hear it all the time that women are bearing children everywhere. But I think it'd be nice to see if it was from a male's perspective issue mm-hmm. um, into such a, a parental thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, my two different ways of how I would write the story, if Rosemary was pregnant or if they uh, adopted. So I think that'd be nice. And I would love to see Fiona give driving lessons. She'd be the teacher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I was asking Brian, I was like, what plans do you have for her now, now that she's unemployed? And he didn't say anything. I was like, well, I would have her give lessons to people. It make the town be even more progressive. I mean, not only mm-hmm. three people in the town know how to drive, but everyone knows how to drive. And I think it'd just be it'd be good for everybody to like build their skill set and just grow the town naturally in that way. That you know to get that town up to speed with everybody else. Literally, teach them how to drive. Give she- them all driver's li- driver's licenses. Yeah. <laughs> or go to money. I mean, come on. Yeah. Definitely do, and I think it'd be nice. So th- those are like two two main things I would love to see in season eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love to see a new romance, specifically between Fiona and maybe Kevin. They had kind of a fun banter there, and then it like went away. <laughs> so I would love to see another new like young and in love couple. I mean, we have to have somebody, right? Um, so that's one. I would also, again, of course rosemary and lee however it be that wasn't meant to rhyme but anyways to have children be of any fashion so adoption like they go to brookfield or they have like a sibling set just show up on their doorstep kind of like cody and becky showed up on abigail's doorstep Mm -hmm. practically and i think it would just be so fun to see them as parents um of course a pregnancy would be fun too i mean with the comedy and you know i feel like it would be fun to take like marissa's idea of lee being the one that's panicked and kind of over the top and rosemary being the one that's like a little more calm and then because they could do the the levity and the comedy and they could also bring it very serious like what's going on well i'm worried you know um know what's in those diapers (laughs) (laughs) 
sticky. Um, and having like that role reversal there too, because Rosemary was the one that was a little apprehensive at first and Lee was all like, let's have five kids. So I think it would be so fun if they just, you know, a bunch of kids just showed up on their doorstep and they need a mom and dad. I think it'd be so sweet too. Oh, <laughs> please, Brian Bird, I listen, just, please make it happen. <laughs> I, 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 w- I would like to see like a pregnancy though and see the like husband around because of course we didn't get to see Jack around when Elizabeth was pregnant. I, I would love to see the husband worry about the wife being pregnant and delivering the child because, you know, back then anything could happen you know and something could happen to the baby something could happen to her i would just love to see that dynamic like them worrying like is the baby coming and like and all that stuff so it could be either jesse or um lee being the warrior work that'd be fun to see yeah another couple i would love for character progression also team infirmary carson fate yeah (laughs) bring on it and get married Absolutely. Move them forward ahead. Oh yeah. You know, I, it'd be nice to see that that couple to move forward too. Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. remembered, I just remembered one other thing that I really, really would love for season eight is when, or maybe it's going to be season nine. Hopefully not, but <laughs> a future season when Elizabeth is getting ready to make a choice. I would love for Daniel Lissing to do a guest star appearance and uh, and Elizabeth has a dream and she sees Jack holding their son because we never got to see that. And oh. so we, <laughs> sorry, Hardy's would die. Like. <laughs> I know Hardy's would die. So we would see him playing with little Jack or holding little Jack and he would, and you know, Elizabeth would say, oh, Jack, I miss you so much. And I don't know what to do here. And Jack either gives his blessing for her to fall in love, or he gives her advice about which one to pick. But I just, I would love to see Daniel listening to a guest star appearance for that, uh, for just that one mo for that one moment of Elizabeth having a dream and Jack saying, it's okay. It's okay. So I think that would be a really sweet one. I, ha- I have a prediction. Oh, dear. <laughs> she ta- at the end of season eight, she takes her ring off. At the end of season oh, eight, she takes her ring off. Yeah. That's a good one. That's going to be a big moment. Like, and like, that's when she's really ready to like, okay, like, I'm ready to move on with you romantically. She has to take mm-hmm. the ring off, and I hope they do it on screen instead of like, she took it off. Like, I want to see it. I was trying to see. I was trying to see. <laughs> I was trying to see her uh, ring when they went to Union City. When they went to Union City, I was trying to find her left hand so that I could see if she was mm-hmm. wearing her ring. Like, is she wearing it? Is she? But I, I never got a clear shot. So. How much grease brawl going across? Like, I can't see anything down there. We know there's Hallmark movies. We know there's movies. She still goes by Jack's last name. Mrs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think she's mm-hmm. going to do that until she gets another name. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Until that. <laughs> Who said that? Who said that? <laughs> Who said that? That's great. What? Someone <laughs> hopped on. <laughs> Who was that? The gremlin. Yeah. <laughs> You know, those gremlins, you know. 
Pour water on it would be fine. Um, <laughs> well, well, that was fun. That was super fun hearing everybody's predictions and hopes and dreams and all that good stuff. <laughs> and that mysterious voice saying, Mrs. Bouchard, I don't know who that could be. Yeah. Yeah. But she has been mistaken for both their wives. She has. Oh, she really yes. has. Yes, can I just put that in? <laughs> she has. That's true. So, any final thoughts on season seven or season eight? Good season. It was a good season. It was a good, solid season. It was a it good, was solid yeah. season. And after the, 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 the craziness of season six and we covered season five, like, it, was a, it was like the first season that we actually just go in and enjoy it. A and good call. Mm-hmm. It was calm. It was just That's like awful. a good, yeah. solid, yeah. Yeah. and just nice, what it calls the hearts. It's been a few seasons we had. Mm-hmm. There were no interruptions. There's no craziness. It's yeah. just like a season of television. Mm-hmm. I was so mm-hmm. glad... I was so glad that they finished all of the filming and it was airing when the quarantine happened because this is the little show that could, but it has been through so much and it was its turn. It was its turn to have a smooth run. And so even though it was happening even though it was happening, it was airing during the quarantine, everything was ready, everything was set, and nothing got in the way of the filming, of the airings. I just, I, I literally took a breath. Yes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I, I completely agree, but not gonna lie, I had a hard time watching that virus episode. I'm like, this is hitting a little too. Oh, that what yeah, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. We talked about that very thing. We just went, holy mackerel. <laughs> it's just, it's just... A little weird. A little weird. Yeah. I went and, then the... and and when um Elizabeth was like holding Opal's hand to go outside, I'm like, I'm gonna need someone to hold my hand uh, to go outside too. <laughs> Yeah, and then the week of the windstorm, we had like tornadoes and we did too. Here, (laughs) well, you did. So weird. Yeah, it was just very coinciding with life. I'm I'm from the Midwest. I I have witnessed tornadoes too. They are no joke. Yeah, like like the power was like I was like, is the power going to go off during the windstorm episode? It it might. I'm like, it didn't go out, but it was it was windy. All right, guys, it was super fun having y'all with us. We're going to have to do it again because we are actually going to start from the very beginning. And we're going to... Very good place to start. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to recap eat, like season one in this pilot movie. And we're going to just keep going forward because... Oh, really? Oh, what? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to do kind of like a flashback Friday type of thing just to keep it going. And I don't know, I feel like the more seasons there are, the more I forget about like season one and what happened, these different storylines. And I think, you know, as a group here, it would be fun to see the story as a whole canon now rather than like, oh, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? But seeing like the growth and going, oh, I see how that connects to this. So we're going to do that and... If you guys ever want to join, let us know because we love having y'all. We'll do. No, thank you. We'll do. We'll do. All righty, y'all. We have talked a lot, but that's what happens. Like I said, I disclaimed it. If we did this, 
the other day. We would talk for five hours. Um, well, when but, you get five passionate people about a show together, it's <laughs> bound to happen. <laughs> there you go. Well, James, where can people find you on the internet? Well, folks, you can find me where all James Lodge Juniors are sold at James <laughs> Lodge Jr. on social media platforms everywhere. You can probably just type in the name everywhere. And I know this is my signature thing. And everybody, our one calls to heart app show is now on JLJ Media. It's with my company, so it's on that page on YouTube, and you can go ahead and watch us. And thank you. I mean, I just looked, I just looked at the numbers for our episode last night. We're already almost at a thousand views. So thank Yay. you, so much. you guys for tuning in. You're commenting. We love the dialogue. We're coming. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. And Marissa, where can people find you? Everyone can follow me at Serafini TV, S-E-R-A-F-I-N-I TV, because apparently a lot of people don't know how to spell my name. It, I mean, it's a, it's a weird name to spell, so that's how you spell it. Um, yes, yeah, at Serafini TV, I'm everywhere. I'm not on TikTok, but... Oh, <laughs> I am. I'm on TikTok. Follow me. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm very hesitant, but I am everywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> And Hardy's, you need to check out her music videos because she makes some pretty awesome music videos to, for When Calls the Heart. Oh, yes. Oh, fantastic. I in the works, not going to lie. It's, it's sad, but oh. it's going to be good. Bring the feels. I'm ready to cry. Bring it on. <laughs> that's my motto, and, I, and I've told James this too, but it's like, if I don't make someone cry then I did not do my job. Yeah. Yeah. We do. <laughs> Dad cry or just any type. If I don't make you feel in two and a half minutes, then I didn't do my job. Oh. So. Oh. If I can handle watching the finale of season five two weeks after giving birth, I can handle one of your episodes. That's so funny. I love it. <laughs> oh, I was a mess. <laughs> Caroline, where can people find you? You can f- follow me on Twitter at me to Caroline R. And Cami, uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cami Drama Girl. Cami spelled K-A-M-I on Facebook, the Hooked Hardy Facebook page, and my blog is hookedhardy.com. And you can find me on Twitter at Hallmark My Words. You can also find the podcast on Twitter and on Instagram, Hallmark East Pod or Hallmark East Podcast. Um, go ahead and check out our merch store because we have some awesome uh, When Calls the Heart merch. So if you uh, have a team, Team Coulter, Team Flomo, Team Nathan, Team Jack, Team Baby Jack, Team Elizabeth, we got them all. And if we don't have a team, we even have a Team Gowan shirt for any of you Gowanites out there. But if you have a team and we don't have it, let us know and we will make it specially for you. Casey's Um, been killing it with the shirt designs. (laughs) We also have a shirt that is Love Me Like Jack Loves Elizabeth. Um, And you can get it in shirts, notebooks, pillowcase pillows i think like all this all these different things that you can check out so not just t-shirts stickers are also a thing so if you don't have the money or don't want to spend money on a t-shirt you can get like a sticker for i think it's like three dollars maybe um but yeah we have all these exciting things and thank you guys so much thank you marissa thank you james for coming on we will talk to y'all soon Bye. bye bye